The Bike Karma Bicycle Stories podcast is brought to you with support from The Frame and Wheel, helping you turn your cycling items into cash without the hassle. And AD Bikes, the modern face of Ostra Daimler bicycles. Become bike, become AD Bikes. Welcome to the return of the not-so-annual Bike Karma comedy episode. If you've gone through the back catalog, you may have run across a few atypical episodes full of bicycle and cycling comedy skits. I've always enjoyed doing little comedy parodies, even going back to elementary school, when I would ask the teacher, very awkwardly, for a few minutes at the end of the day on some Fridays to act on some new material I had been working on. Yes, doing my own personal best to try and perpetuate those stereotypes about only children. I would get up in front of Mrs. Hayes' class with tons of props and sometimes costumes and perform unsolicited in front of my classmates. The young me actually believed that this was going to be my way to get onto Saturday Night Live. Like Mrs. Hayes' slow afternoon could be my groundlings or second city, and in my mind it would only be a step or two further to pitch to Lauren Michaels or Terry Gilling. Alas, life went on. I became a teacher, and would continue my skits and jokes between trying to teach science with mixed reviews. Eventually, I ended up doing this podcast about bikes and cycling. Having a relentless internal monologue going on inside my head, I decided that every once in a while, I would do a little comedy show. The prime directive of which is not to be mean or make fun of anybody, but just to laugh about cycling culture and how silly life can be sometimes. If you're a regular listener, you know that it has been a while. In the pandemic, I didn't feel very funny. After that, it's been staring over a sheer cliff of procrastination for months and months. Okay, years. But ha! I finally ran up that hill with my big boy pants on and I banged it out. So, if you like SNL, Monty Python, The State, and other shows like that, and you also like bicycles, just lower your expectations a lot and get ready. Because this is kind of like that, but with a much lower production value. And to be fair, budget. If this is your first episode of the show, I am so sorry. Normally, it's true stories from around the world about cycling and bicycles, hoping to increase human connections in the world through the sharing of those stories. Conversely, this episode is more like a funny brain fart about bicycles. Enjoy. An outdoor barbecue with many families and people. Hey Tom, welcome to my barbecue. Hi Sydney. Oh Tom, you should meet Brian. He's also a cyclist. Oh, hey. Happy to meet you. Oh, actually, we've met before. Have we? Yeah, I've passed by you cycling in the opposite direction at least a dozen times around town. Really? Now? Yeah. Each of those dozen times I waved or nodded, but you've never waved or nodded back. So it is kind of curious how you're happy to know me now in this setting. Um, sorry, I I guess I didn't notice you. Yeah, Tom, it is kind of hard to notice everybody on a bike. How do you know it was Brian? 
Well, Sid, that sounds like something that only a non-cyclist would say. In reality, you noticed almost everything from atop a bicycle. For example, I noticed this man on many occasions snubbing my friendly acknowledgments. Look, I probably just didn't see you. You stared right at me. I was probably just looking at the road. Your head was turned to the side, staring right at me. I was probably looking at something behind you. No, there was nothing of interest behind me. I double-checked. I was probably daydreaming. I'm not sure what your problem is, but I didn't notice you. Yeah, Tom, let it go. I've never heard you get like this. He he just didn't see you is all. Let, let it go. Oh, oh, I'll let it go. But just be clear, your friend here received a friendly wave from myself and not only didn't wave back, he stared at me, shaking his head and mouthing the word no as he passed with judgy furrowed eyebrows. The fact that he denies this says more about his character than mine. I bid you both good day. I can forgive you, Sydney, as you are a non-cyclist, an innocent who knows nothing of our ways, but But you, Brian, you have knowingly chosen your path, and you are fully aware of the social consequences for the dark road you've chosen. You ride over the hearts of other cyclists like cobbles in the Paris-Roubaix, and you will descend from the peaks of your tours to the depths of your own conceited ego, drafting a dark angel to tour the netherworlds of your own loneliness. You will only win the black jersey in every stage of your isolation tour because it is black like your heart. Each of your mean-spirited KOMs will forge a link in a heavy chain that will forever bind you in your own despair. I pity you, but I'm going to do it from over there. Wow. Oh my god. I'm so sorry, Brian. I've never seen him act like that. He was way out of line. No. He's right. I have chosen this path. By never waving back at other cyclists, I will never see heaven. My tour will not end at the Arc de Triomphe, but in the catacombs. Unmourned, unloved, and forgotten. Each tear I've created, adding gram by gram, rolling resistance to the cold, hard carbon f- frame of my soul. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go check on my other guests. <laughs> Oh my god, I hate cyclists. Hi, Sydney! Oh, well, hey there, Gretchen. Have you met Gwendolyn? You both like to knit. You two should get along. Right? checking my bicycle-related social media on Facebook. Look at all these great cycling posts. Let me check the Shaving Grams Road Bike Group. Okay. Ooh. Ew. Here's a cyclist who shaved about 15 grams off their spinning bike weight by cutting off a couple of their toes. I wonder how that worked out for him. I'll try another group. 
Oh, it looks like 23 more people got banned for violating the rules in the Should Lance Armstrong Be Allowed to Compete Again in Professional Cycling Group. It's kind of ironic. Wait, I keep getting that word wrong. Maybe it's meta. I don't know. People with pictures with their bikes. People with pictures of their bikes and pets. Pictures of people's pets on their bikes. Pictures of people's bikes on their pets. No, this is turning into a dark rabbit hole that I do not want to go down. Here, I'll just... Oh, here's some activity in the Ask a Bicycle Mechanic group. Russell writes, Hey group, what is wrong with my wheel? Well, let's take a look at the picture. Oh my god. What is that? My god. It's not even remotely round. Why is it covered with ketchup? Damn. Well, let's see what the bicycle mechanic said. 839 comments. Okay, wow, strong engagement on this question. I can't read all 839 comments, so I'm gonna filter out the jokey answers. I'm gonna filter out the mockery for not knowing answers, filter out the spam, filter out the answers marked as wrong by other bike mechanics, and uh, huh. Nobody knows what happened to Russell's wheel. And apparently that isn't ketchup. Uh-oh, and Russell looks like he was just removed from the group by an admin. Okay, moving on. Oh, here's a bunch of new activity and solo touring folks who can't stop posting about their bikes long enough to go anywhere cool. That is a good group. Oh, the classic poking the tiger question. Rebecca asks, what do you all listen to music on while cycling? And what do you listen to? And of course, Rebecca, you knew this was going to happen. Look at all these polarized responses. I gotta check these out. Right, check it. I got like five speakers on my bike. I got Childish Gambino queued up, Post Malone, Eminem, Nate Dogg, Trev Scott, Jay-Z, Linkin Park, Imagine Dragons, Arctic Monkeys, Thomas the Dank Engine, What a Death Elite, Vitamin 2, Jello Disco Ball, Monty's on the Roof, Limp Biscuit, Ginger Biscuit, Chalky Biscuit, and then on my wind down, I like to listen to the Yes cover band, No. I never listen to music while biking. The only sounds I need are the sounds of nature. Well, yes, mostly birds. I mean, apart from the wind, cicadas, and frogs, briefly in the spring, it's really just birds. Lots of birds all over the place. They have their own language, you know. Mostly, it's just screaming. Three things in bird language. Want to mate? I'm the best bird in this immediate area, so back off. And the rest is just expletives and swearing in bird language. Yes, that's what I listen to while I bike. <laughs> birds, soliciting other birds, bragging and also telling me to off. <laughs> it's all I need. All I need, it's so peaceful. Oh yeah, yeah, you want to listen to music while you're biking? You must have a death wish. I, I would never ride with any type of music. I need to keep my ears fully active for all the things that are trying to kill me while I'm on my bicycle. If you're listening to music, la dee da dee da whoop doo doo bam! So yeah, music equals death wish. Just get yourself a special jersey printed up that says, Hey, hey, hit me. I'm enjoying music. Do I listen to music while biking? No, but I do secretly record my Peloton spin class instructor and play that back later while I'm cycling outdoors. It's great, but yeah, some of the things don't make sense. Like, 
when they tell me to get up in the saddle and pedal my hardest as I'm heading for an intersection or, or when she says to reach up and stretch when I'm descending a steep grade at 40 miles per hour. But I mean, I really like the structure and I like the positive feedback. I mean, I really need that positive feedback. When she says, good job, Peloton. It's the only time I feel happy. I said it as my ringtone, too. I listen to the only music worth listening to, you know, church music. It's like the little baby Jesus is cheering me on saying, Allez, allez, means go on in French, don't you know? What? Of, of course Jesus knows French. Hell yeah, I listen to music while riding. Freedom rock! Nothing gets my pedals turning like good old American rock and roll and the five or six pills I have to take every morning or my doctor says I'll die. I used to have uh, jaw conducting earphones because, you know, I want to be able to hear and listen to my music too, but uh, then I decided to hook it right up to my mouth guard. I've got quite extensive brace work going on inside my mouth, but now it sounds like it's coming out of my mouth. So I don't know, maybe people think I'm the one singing or whatever. I need to listen to something while I'm biking because my thoughts can get quite dark. So yeah, audiobooks, podcast, playlist, white noise, something. There needs to be something on. Normally, I like to end these skits on a positive note that makes us all laugh. But dug back through the actual conversations and threads that I've seen in so many different cycling groups. And I am breaking the fourth wall right now to tell you that don't do that unless you're ready to see it. Listening to music while riding is one of those subjects that really divides people. And I'll be damned if I know how to bring us together other than just laughing at the situation. Human beings find comfort in black and white rules and they cling to that false comfort. And so many cyclists online have closed the door entirely on how they feel about this subject. The joke about the guy saying, you know, you're gonna die if you listen to music on a bike, those are real. People really say stuff like that. There was one guy who really did write, you'll be hearing some music when you get hit by a car. But the truth is some people need that time to be in their head. And some people need that time to escape from their head. I personally mix it up. So much to do with conditions, where you're going for a ride, who you're going for a ride with, what kind of ride you're doing, and what kind of motivation you need to get yourself on the bike that day. So I'm sorry for ending a skit this way, but I talked with my cousin Frank about it and we couldn't figure out any other way to do it. So if you want to see the dark side in human nature come out, ask that question to your cycling group. You'll have everything from victim shaming to advocacy for the hearing impaired, from asceticism to hedonism of sound. And after all, it is just sounds. Either way, be safe and do you. At a community bicycle co-op somewhere on the Jersey Shore, a man enters looking obviously nervous. It appears to be his first time there. This is so cool, look at all these bikes. He continues to glance around nervously and makes his way over to a bicycle frame hanging on the wall. He doesn't notice that everyone else in the bicycle shop is now looking at him. Wow, this is a cool looking bicycle. He sees that written on the seat post of this bicycle 
in magic marker is the word pull. He pulls the seat post out, but doesn't notice anything else happen. Everyone else in the shop quickly returns to what they were doing. The first timer then makes his way to the counter, seat post in hand. Hey guys, how's it going? It can't be. Where did you get that? The man behind the counter stares wide-eyed at the seat post in the new man's hand. What? This, this seat post? I just pulled it out of that bike over there. Are you he who said they would someday come? What? I'm sorry. It's my first time here. I hope I didn't break anything. That seat post has been stuck in the holy Gary Fisher woohoo for nigh on 20 years since the Jersey Shore was flooded by the hurricane called Sandy and bikes from the flooded garages and beaches, houses were sold to unsuspecting buyers on Craigslist throughout the country. Many were eventually donated to our bicycle co-op when the new owners noticed the smell of bikes that had been underwater for weeks. Those were dark days. Every bike had seized bottom brackets, corrosion on everything, water, and worse in every crevasse. I'm feeling slightly uncomfortable right now. I just wanted to fix my bike. Even the tubes from a flat would drain stale seawater onto your shoes years later. The man with the seat post noticed that everyone in the shop was now looking towards him, hands on heart with thoughtful expressions. The shop leader continued. The worst was the smell. That smell of dank, stale seawater and faintly of poo and garbage on so many bikes. One by one, we fixed them all. Everyone in the shop genuflects and then silently raises a hand in triumph. Until we got to the last one, that Gary Fisher wahoo. No one could remove the stuck seat post. It became the sword in the stone for our people. We knew that one day, someone would come, and if they were worthy, like the King Arthur of old, they would be able to pull the seat post from the frame. Many have tried and failed. I am so sorry I could put this right back for you. This co-op is way more cult-like than I thought it was going to be. But then you, what is your name? My name is Ronnie, and I am so sorry about all of this. Huzzah! You, Ronnie, were worthy. You pulled the stuck seat post from the frame, and you will save our people. You are our King Arthur, Ronnie. Everyone in the shop kneels with their heads bowed towards Ronnie. Okay, so now you're all looking at me, and I've got this seat post in my hand, and I just wanted to come here to learn how to fix bikes, and now... All this stuff? Oh my god. Am I your king? (laughs) No. You have to go get coffee next door. Off you go. Should have read the sign before you came in here. Sign next to the bike. Coffee? What, What sign? It's a prank. It's next to the bike. We play it on newbies, but you really do have to get coffee for all of us. Go on. Ronnie walks back to the bike to read the sign. So let me see here. It says, uh, oh, it says, do not touch anything or you will have to buy everyone coffee. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Yes, you should have read the sign before touching stuff. Now, here's the list. These are all larges and Brenda needs oat milk in her latte. 
The coffee list is rolled up on the paper inside the seat post. So remember, if you finally get up the nerve to go to your local community bike shop or bicycle co-op, don't be like Ronnie unless you want to buy everyone coffee. Don't forget my oat milk, Ronnie. Listening to Ears on the World News. Against all medical advice, suffragette lady Camilla Bainsbottom will attempt to ride a men's bicycle around Kensington Gardens. Yes, the top tube will be in place. This is not a ladies' drop-off frame. It is rumored that no less than five Harley Street physicians refused to be on hand today as the physician on record, as the consensus of the male-dominated medical community is that riding a men's bike around the park will almost certainly guarantee sterility and irreversible mental trauma. A group of men from the Somerset Gentlemen's Wheeling Club are on hand to protest, holding well-written, grammatically correct signs, very properly suggesting that today's performance is in their eyes an immoral and egregious display. Well, here she goes, taking off pedaling around the park. She is coming into the home stretch now, once again visible, and oh my, a large swan has meandered into her path. But does she see it? The crowd has collectively gasped and covered their eyes. And she sees the swan. Yes, she has avoided killing one of the queen's swans by doing an elaborate hopping motion with her wheels. And whoops, oh, she has landed on an unfortunate red squirrel. But she recovers and apart from a bit of squirrel awful, has made a strong case that a woman can do almost as well as a man on a bicycle built for a man. Now all that remains are the real questions. Will women get the vote? And will men one day be allowed to wear bloomers? This has been Ears on the World News. What's your emergency? Uh, uh, my electronic shifting battery is dead. I, I can't go home single speed. I just can't. Okay, sir, I'm hearing that you are a cyclist and your electronic shifting has gone dead. And while your bike technically works, you are only able to access one of your gears. And so you called 911. Do I have the situation correct, sir? Yeah. Okay, sir, try not to panic. Let's see what we can do. What is the brand of the unit, sir? A Shimano. It's the best. It has really good reviews. There's no need to explain or justify your gear choices, sir. Who wouldn't want crisper shifting? And the advantage of being able to press a button instead of move a lever must save you wattage that you can then apply to the rest of your ride. The fact that your battery went dead is an unavoidable side effect of these advancements. You are the victim here, sir, and I'm going to help you with that. Now, can you please confirm the GPS position that we have for you is about a mile and a half from the start of your ride? Yeah. This must be very stressful for you, sir, but I'm going to talk you through it. Can you please just confirm that the battery is actually dead? Yes. The light is red. It beeps whenever I try to shift. What am I going to do? 
Please, sir, try to remain calm. You are not the first person to call 911 regarding a dead shifter battery, and you certainly will not be the last. Okay. Okay, just focus on my voice, sir. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, sir, what is your name? Gary. My phone is almost dead. Okay, please stay focused, Gary. If your phone's about to die, we don't have much time. It's red lying, man. Gary, listen. I am not going to leave you a mile and a half from your house with only one gear on a recreational ride. But 3%! I am not going to do that. Okay. Okay. Gary, listen to my voice. Do you have any ask the fruit on your person? What? Let's be more basic. Do you have any fruit on you, sir? I have a coconut? Great, great, sir. Finally, something's gone right on this call. Now, could you please split the coconut open without losing any milk? Okay, I'll, I'll use my tire levers. Done. That's good. Good job, Gary. Thank God you were cycling with a coconut. Yeah, right? Okay, stay focused. We're not out of the woods yet. Do you have two large, clean pieces of dissimilar metals? Just a metal rod of zinc and a metal rod of copper? Oh, oh my God. No, no, no. Don't despair, sir. That is perfect. Yeah? Yes, sir. We've come a long way together, Gary, in a very short time, but the way you answer this next question is going to determine what happens from here. Do you have a lime, or is there a lime somewhere close to you? Sure, a bunch. I don't want to get ahead of myself, sir, but this might have a happy ending after all. What I'm going to ask you to do, sir, is to take the limes and put them into the coconut milk, and I need you to mix it all up the lime in the coconuts and then you need to mix it up mix it up gary okay okay now stick the metal rods into the coconut but do not let them touch sir okay but i don't see how look sir i don't have time to explain this all to you but if you follow my directions you might not be pedaling home single geared now focus do you have several alligator lead wires in your saddlebag like most people do no well i mean not several i just have a dozen only a dozen that i'll have to do all right anyway take those wires and what you're gonna do is to hook them to the metal rods in a series parallel combination circuit that maximizes both amperage and voltage okay this is a chemical battery that should, hallelujah, hopefully get you able to have enough charge to be able to shift on your mile and a half way home. Wow! Yeah, right, Gary. It was looking a little bit iffy there for a while, but I told you I'd see you through this. Anyway, so all that's left is you have to take those alligator clip leads and hook the other end up to your Shramano proprietary charging cord. Let the lime, the coconut, and all the other stuff do their business for about four hours, and you should have enough charge to shift as much as you need to on that mile and a half trip back to your starting point. Wow! But, but wait, 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 I don't have a Shramano branded proprietary cord. Wait a second, sir. Can you repeat that? You do not have a proprietary charging cord on your person? No, there isn't there anything I can do? I mean, I, I built a battery from fruit. I had all the stuff you were asking for. Can we make it work? Can we make it work? Can, can we make it work, Gary? Damn it, Gary, I should have known you were jerking me around this whole time. There is no way to get around that Shimano octahedral cord port. Going for a ride without one is the equivalent of jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. What kind of reckless attitude causes you to go out without something like that? What? We are done here, sir. And furthermore, I could have been helping other people who really needed my help. 
there could be a guy on hold who didn't bring enough water bottles with him. You know what? And, and I'll tell you another thing, Gary. I try and stay professional most of the time, but damn it, your cavalier attitude. I hope, I hope, Gary, that you are in a very inefficient gear for your mile and a half ride back. I hope your cadence is all off. Don't call again. Wow, did that take forever to get done. But I hope you liked it, I had fun making it, and we have a giveaway with this particular episode. So if you noticed, one of the skits was from a previous comedy episode of the show. If you email me at bikekarmaguy at gmail.com and join or rejoin our sticker army, responsibly placing stickers where people could see them and learn organically about the show, and also tell me what skit in that email, what skit was from a previous comedy episode, you will be entered in a drawing for a free t-shirt. It'll be a black t-shirt with my daughter AJ's picture of the guy on another planet on a bike. So I know people listen to this all different times, so I'll give you about a month from the release date of this episode to do that. And then I'll look at all the people who've emailed sticker requests. I'll get a random number generator or something or have my pet sit on one of them. It'll be fair. And then one person will win that t-shirt. So one more time, email me a request for some stickers that I'll send you totally free. They are durable. They last well on water bottles. I even have one on a mug that's gone through the dishwasher for over a year. You can share them with your friends or put them somewhere responsibly. The bollards on a bike path, on a bike rack maybe. All of it really helps to share these stories and to get the show out there in what I think is hopefully an honest way. Anyway, email me with that request and your address where to send them to, to bikekarmaguy at gmail.com and be sure to mention which one of the skits in this episode was from a previous comedy episode and you might win a really cool t-shirt. If this was your first episode, there's three or four other comedy episodes if you like this one. But all the rest of the shows over the years have been interesting stories from around the world about anything and everything having to do with people and bicycles. You don't have to listen in order, start with any episode that strikes your fancy. Just realize that production did get better from those first couple episodes that I did so many years ago. Normally our opening and closing theme music is from the band Mob Jack. That's the one with Keller Glass and love their song Tragedy Bound. We don't use that in the comedy episode, but still want to thank all the musicians who put their royalty-free attribution, not required music out onto the internet for us to use. Everything else besides the music is the intellectual property of Thomas Brown. All rights are asserted and reserved. I want to thank Kion, Ryan, AJ, Chris, and especially Frankie O, who didn't even remember recording a couple of these with me because it takes me so damn long to put this together. Even though no big long spot this time, shout out to Fred Thomas at the Frame and Wheel for always being a big supporter of the show. Fred does the Frame and Wheel, and he also brought back to life AD Bikes. Big thanks to everybody who's followed or given reviews since the last episode, and everybody else who helped with this kind of weird episode. A regular episode will be coming out within the month. I'm going to be doing that while soaking up as much recharging as I can before the school year starts. Thank you very much for sharing this ride with me. Until next time, as always, keep it wheeled.
Nadina, who 